Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We, we, we are online 24-7. Hey, Tigorin Civil representing for Jano Radio. Play all of the hits them. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Attacker was Represent for January Radio. Here wanna spin music like popular to look at at like muffler. Blazing the steel, bringing the heat, mixing non-stop. It's Jano Radio. No, 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 no. I poor represent for January Radio. Artists, online radio station. Them for no. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go.
you don't know a rain civil and that's the thing straight. Good morning to all our listeners around the world. Logged on to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download the Jano Radio app today. J-A-H-K-N-O Radio. Available in your Apple Store and Google Play Store. It's Monday, May 2. Move it Monday. Of course, we do it soca style Earlier, you heard from Atlantic and Tony Prescott. All aboard. Thank you for joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. If my voice sounds a little raspy, it's because of too much laughing over the weekend. So forgive me. Let me let me just ask for <clears throat> pardon from now. Of course, we do this every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, the and that's M-I media moments the replay will be available there for your friends and family that are not in clubhouse and are not able to catch a live stream on qmz radio or jano radio but guess what you can now also listen to past airings on janoradio.com once you go on the site whether on the app or on your laptop or desktop just click podcasts and you'll see past shows there and here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news russia ukraine live updates when will the war ever end missile attack causes fire in iraqi oil refinery kenyan president increases country's minimum wage by 12 percent protesting miners stop mayday speech by south africa's president india accuses chinese phone maker of forex violations Spain detects Pegasus spyware on a Prime Minister, Defense Minister's phones. Wow. In news out of North America, seven-month-old Ohio girl killed in Toledo drive-by shooting. Wrongfully convicted black man exonerated after 32 years behind bars. Protesters in Miami decry rising housing costs unfair wages at rally on international workers day authorities do not know what kind of vehicle an alabama inmate and corrections officer disappeared in they're working now to find out new jersey road rage survivor calls driver who mowed her down danger to society in business and tech news apple rolls out diy self-service repair program Netflix starts to cut staff as price share continues to decrease. Elon Musk wants end-to-end encryption for Twitter DMs. It may not be that simple, though. In Health and Science news, Kellogg's back on the hot seat again, allegedly heading to court over new regulations that restrict the promotion of high-sugar, fat, and salt products. In sports news, NFL player Kevin Ware's ex-girlfriends remains have been identified. And we do have 
NBA from the desk of CBS Sports. In the Caribbean corner, Royal Caribbean to recruit new employees in Antigua and Barbuda. Grenada's first female Queen's Council has passed away. Out of Jamaica, historic cocaine and cash seizure in St. James. Also out of Jamaica, Lisa Hanna calls on government to ensure local police vehicles have full access to toll exemptions. In Trinidad and Tobago, UWI appoints first female principal at the St. Augustine campus. Latin America, Mexico's foreign minister accuses Texas governor of extortion. Believe it or not, stories social media sperm donor says women only want him for his semen. A Maryland woman finds squatters inside of her apartment after coming home from a vacation. Six-month-old baby in critical condition after mother drops him from balcony. Blank them kids. Educator arrested for teaching multiple classes while drunk and high. DC mother stabbed to death by child's father after she admitted to tossing their baby in the trash. In an entertainment news, Caitlyn Jenner says Leah Thomas is one of the worst things to happen to the trans community. And here's what we need to be looking out for. DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And tune in to Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. He's also right here on Clubhouse in the QMZ Radio Club. It's music, news, and naturalists' views. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join moments, Sinatra, Solo, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight on Clubhouse. And tune in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Tonight, we're talking about the heart of communication. Are the lines crossed? Hmm. Join Rosola for the Rosolo Show Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the Rosolo Show Club. Next Tuesday, Rosolo speaks with Janice Laws Robinson, candidate for Georgia Insurance and Safety Fire Commissioner. Don't forget to tune into One in Fridays every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, and Freestyle Saturdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Mixmaster Kevon on JanoRadio.com. And then on Saturdays, 4 to 7 p.m., 4 to 7 on a Saturday and on a Sunday. So on Saturday, it's Blazing Saturdays with DJ Simple. And on Sundays, it's Big People Sundays with DJ Simple. We'll be right back after the break with the stories right now. A little worky-worky as we get ready for work. There is burning flames.
Good morning to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Good morning to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Thank you all for being here. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Got some rest. Got to party. Got some home assignment. Honey to-do list completed. Whatever you want to call it. I'm just grateful that you're all here with me this morning. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope everyone is keeping well, taking care of yourselves the best way you can. That's important. you got to take care of yourself, folks. And now it's time for us to get into the details. Here are the international headlines. Russia-Ukraine Live News. Mariupol officials say more civilians have been evacuated from the southeastern port city as the push to rescue non-combatants continues. First group of evacuees from Mariupol's hulking Azovstal steelworks, the last stronghold of Ukrainian fighters resisting Russia's siege, they are expected to arrive in Zaporizhia later on Monday. Took me a while to get that word right. I had to go on um, YouTube and look it up, you know, the, the pronunciation for the city. Well, I hope I didn't butcher it too bad. I hope I did them well justice. Russia's defense ministry says its forces shot down a Ukrainian fighter jet during a series of overnight strikes. The UN Refugee Agency says more than 5.5 million people have fled Ukraine since Moscow launched its offensive in late February. For a story out of Iraqi, courtesy of Al Jazeera News, a missile attack has targeted an oil refinery in the northern Iraqi city of Erbil, causing minor damage to a key oil refinery, according to officials. Kurdistan Regional Government, KRG, counterterrorism forces on Sunday said in a statement that six missiles had landed around the KAR refinery in the region's capital and most populated city. The statement added that the missiles were fired from the town of Bartela in neighboring Nineveh province. A fire in one of the main refinery tanks that had been hit was later brought under control, Iraqi security forces also said in their statement. A missile landed on the outer fence of the refinery without causing any casualties. The security forces said they found a launch pad and four missiles in the Nineveh plane after the attack had defused them. Iraqi Prime Minister Mustafa al-Kadimi said his country's armed forces will pursue the perpetrators of what he called a cowardly attack while discussing the security situation a phone call with former president of the KRG and head of the region's largest party. Three missiles also fell near the refinery back on April 6 without causing any casualties. And for our story out of Kenya, Kenyan president has in- announced an immediate increase in the country's minimum wage by 12% to help workers cope with a surge in consumer prices, driven in part by the war in Ukraine. There is a compelling case to review the minimum wage so as to cushion our workers against further erosion of their purchasing power. This is, was a statement that was issued on Sunday by the president's office as they quoted him during his speech at the Labor Day celebrations in the capital in Nairobi. The rise, he said, was necessary because the minimum wage had not been reviewed in three years, and the cost of living has increased. Kenya's current minimum wage is 13,500 Kenyan shillings, which is the equivalent of $116.68 per month. 
inflation in the East African country rose to 6.47% year-on-year last month from 5.56% in March, the statistics office said. Question, though, why don't they review um, the minimum wage annually? I think that's something every country should be doing because there's inflation year over year. But not only that, um, people who have jobs, who work for companies, I take it, get annual raises, right? Because I remember from being in corporate that after doing evaluations, um, you get a raise depending on your performance. If you meet certain criteria or hit certain scales, there is an increase in your salary. Quite frankly, it goes right back out the door to taxes, but whatever. Um, so I think countries, the governments of countries, um, should be doing a review yearly because there's no way you can go three, four, five years surviving on the same salary. It just doesn't work. I think that's something, yeah, everybody needs to look into. Also, courtesy out, uh, of Al Jazeera out of South Africa, South African President Cyril Ramaphosa abandoned his Workers' Day speech in the northwestern city of Rustenburg on Sunday when striking mine workers stormed the stage. The workers employed by the Sinbanye Stillwater Mine are demanding a wage increase of 1,000 rands, the equivalent of $63 per month, instead of 850 rands, which is $54, being offered by the mine. Ramaphosa had decided to mark Workers' Day a public holiday in South Africa on May 1 by giving a speech to union members in Rustenburg, a mining center. The president was booed as he started his address with a call for the striking workers and other members of the Congress of South African Trade Unions to calm down and listen to what he had to say. Shortly after that, Ramaphosa was forced to give up his speech altogether when angry miners stormed the field and overwhelmed the police surrounding the stage at the Royal Bafokeng Stadium. Ramaphosa's security guards whisked him away from the venue. The striking workers have become even angrier in recent days of reports that Sinbanya Stillwater's CEO, Neil Fronman, earned more than 300 million rands, $19 million, in 2021 in salary payments and company share schemes. Rustenburg in the Northwest Province is a tumultuous area for Ramaphosa and South Africa's governing African National Congress Party. Many union members continue to blame them for the Marikana massacre, where 34 miners were shot dead by police during a strike at the Lonmin mine in 2012. Ramaphosa was a non-executive director of Lonmin at the time. Storm the field, I agree. $19 million. And you're going to tell people to calm down and listen to what you have to say. $54? Really? $63? Really? And that's the issue. I remember when we were talking about mining, and I said, I, I'm, I don't wear diamonds, and I have moved away from gold. Do I have gold? Yes. Do I wear it? Couldn't the last time. But these are the things, the atrocities that are happening. People are getting filthy, 
rich off of the backs of those who have to work in those gruesome conditions to mine these precious metals. How is that fair? How is that fair? These people work in extreme conditions. And this is a shortened version of the entire article. Let me just advise you of that. Before he actually told them to calm down, his comment was, I hear you. You want more money, but I hear you. As in a dismissive way, as if to say, how dare you ask for $63 when we're giving you $54? Not, we're giving you, you know, $9 less. Be satisfied. And it's not just in the mines. This is a global issue. CEOs making millions and yet there are people who see to the day-to-day -day operations, making sure that the shelves are stocked, greeting the customers, exuding customer service, the skills that we want, going above and beyond, still having to work another job to make ends meet and can barely make it meet. And then you're going to tell people to calm down? That, that to me is gross insolence. And a scant regard, I'm telling you, I don't regard what you do. Just shut up and do your job. What is $9 more to pay? I have issues with it. I really do. People are making, the people who do the work so that we can look pretty in our diamonds and gold and other um, stones are struggling while we're smiling and looking pretty. There needs to be some balance in the scales. That's what I'm asking for. And then, because miners protested back in 2012 you had the very police turn on your people and kill them for wanting better for themselves kill them because they're protesting wanting better you turn your police force on your own people to kill your citizens at the expense of a company that's not even a part of your country. And this is something that has been going on for decades, for centuries. We sell out each other to make somebody else rich. India accused, and I'm going to call this the ex-corporation, I think it's pronounced. I'm sorry, someone wants to go ahead. Go. Good morning, James. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. So, so it was just just yesterday. Um, someone, a customer, like, was asking me, was saying, what's the difference between a capitalist or a communist society? 
and he was saying in both in both societies like a few men control the wealth so pretty much there's no difference you know a, a lot of times we tend to 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 argue that like you know communists is is like more controlling and, and more thing but it's pretty much the same thing because like a lot of these third world countries they they are not communists but the the people at the top the 1% you know, control control the, the the society and they and they use like minimum wage to keep people at a certain level. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's there, there's no difference really. There like when you look when you look at places like like Cuba, you take away the embargo and and let them run their own country. The results would be pretty much the same as America, Canada, any other country. The same. One percent of people are still going to control ninety percent of the wealth. Yeah, absolutely. You know right. because because it's like like the story that you just read. Mm-hmm. It's it's common assault. Like in in Canada and in, in America. Like I think there's this. They have a list of the top um, executives like in in Canada every year. Mm-hmm. And I think on, on, at the top of the food chain, the last person was like the last time I saw it. It was like about seventy. 70 million dollars one ceo earns per year 70 and 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 when when they 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 do the calculation and 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 in terms of the workforce the entire workforce of this company does not make as much as one person at the top of the company makes so it's 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 not not even a third world thing it's something in in america it's something in canada it's something in Australia, like all over the, the, the world, it's happening. So yeah. there's no difference. I agree. Look look at what happened, James, with Home Depot, for example. Chairman and CEO, this is back in 2021. This was reported. He received compensation for 2020, $13.9 million, up from $10.8 million the year before. You know something my father said many years ago? He who has the money has the power. And that is so true. He who has the money has the power. So really, and you're absolutely right. There is no difference between capitalism and communism. There isn't. Because even though um, communism, Capitalism is not as blatant in your face. It's there. It's still blatant, because at the end of the day, they use their money to make sure the laws are in alignment with them, right? With what they need to get done. They get all the breaks. They get all the top. They get, they get all the breaks. They have the money, and the, the world is like they're stepping stool. Yeah, because if you look at two communist countries, you look at um, China and you look at Cuba, what's the difference? America does not have the power to stop China. So China, even though the government is pretty much dictator, like there are people in China that are the 1% that are um, thriving and making their money, right? Mm-hmm. But in Cuba, because the, gov- the, the, the government, um, the American government is allowed to keep down Cuba because Cuba is not as strong as China, then you see the result of poverty. It's not because of the communism why China looks like that. It's because of the, the embargo, and a lot of people don't realize that. So it's the same thing. Same results, right? <sighs> India, 
accused um, Xiaomi. I think that's the, per the pronunciation. It's, I'm just going to call it the ex-corporation of breaching the country's foreign exchange laws and seized 55.51 billion rupees, which is the equivalent of $726 million from a local unit of the smartphone maker in India's latest clash with a Chinese company over their activities in the market. India's anti-money laundering agency took control of the bank accounts of X-Technology India under the provisions of the Foreign Exchange Management Act. The company's local unit remitted money to three foreign-based entities with ties to the X-Company, falsely claiming they were for royalty payments. India has taken a hard line against Chinese companies operating within the country ever since troops from the two countries clashed in 2020. India blacklisted more than 200 mobile applications from Chinese providers, including shopping services from Alibaba Group Holding Limited, the TikTok short video hit from ByteDance Limited, and apps used on X's phones. The X company disputed India's asset seizure, arguing that its royalty payments are justified and its statements to financial institutions have been accurate. The X company has been one of the most successful smartphone brands in the fast-growing market, growing to become the largest by shipment volumes in the country. And let me spell it out. So I'm not just saying the X. It's X-I-A-O-M-I. -I. It's the first time hearing about them, I'll be honest. Never heard about them before. Yeah. So there seems to be a battle between China and India when it comes to techno technological advancements and manufacturing and so on and so forth. I remember some weeks ago, um, I'm not sure who said it, if it was James or if it was Andel, not sure. But I remember some weeks ago, we had a conversation with India set to be the next um, leader in technological innovation, something along those lines. Yeah. So India evidently has enough of a backbone to stand up against China. All right, then. Let's see how this plays out. Spain detects um, Pegasus spyware on the PM and defense minister's phones. Spanish authorities have said that the mobile phones of Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez and that of Minister of Defense Margarita Robles were tapped using Pegasus spyware in an illicit and external intervention. It is not a supposition. They're, they are facts of enormous gravity, the Minister of Presidency, Felix Bolaño, said, confirming the news on Monday. We are absolutely certain that this is an external attack because in Spain, in a democracy like ours, all such interventions are carried out by official bodies and with judicial authorization. In this case, neither of the two circumstances prevailed which is why that we have not doubted that it was an external intervention. And we are requiring the Justice Ministry to investigate. Bologna said that Sanchez's phone had been tapped back in May 2021 and Robles's phone in June of the same year. Pegasus spyware silently infiltrates mobile phones to extract data or activate a camera or microphone to spy on their owners. The Israel-based NSO group, which owns Pegasus, claims the software is only sold to government agencies to target criminals and terrorists, with the green light of Israeli authorities. Anybody familiar with that spyware? Heard about it before? 
the Pegasus. They name them after horses. You have the Pegasus, you have Trojan. Which other one is there? Okay, well, hope they figure that out. After the music break, we have news out of North America, but we're going to swing our engines a little bit with Burning Flames.
Good morning to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Thank you also to everyone who is here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. Welcome to Coffee and Chill World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. I have to say a big thank you before I get into news out of North America. A big, 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 big thank you to everyone who donated to the Grassroots Community Foundation. We had the last hurrah on Friday night, and it was a vibe. Loved it. Um, Kevrock played. DJ Naturalist played. DJ Mikey Top 10 came through and played. C-Matic came through and played. Mad Libran played. Um, there was a mini clash between Papa San and Lieutenant Stitchy. I think San won that one, if I remember well. I was having way too much fun. And then um, it went on till 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was a whole vibe. I danced. I laughed. <laughs> it was a whole vibe. Um, but thank you to everyone who made it special. Um, thank you to everyone who bought a book. Thank you to everyone who donated funds. Thank you for spreading the word, sharing the link, telling others about it. And we're going to be continuing to talk about it in the coming months because it's not a one and done situation. It's an ongoing thing because no matter how bad we think we have it, somebody else always has it worse than us, right? And our goal is as we continue to make strides, we pull the youth along with us, give them a better <laughs> You know, show them a better way of life. Show them, show them the possibilities that exist, right? Let us instill hope in them. So, of course, again, a huge thank you on behalf of the Grassroots Community Foundation. We're waiting for the numbers to come in. Um, last note um, was that we did not hit the 30,000 gold, but we came very close to it. So it's a huge accomplishment when you think about it. $30,000 in 30 days. And I want to say it's less than 30 days, right? But major accomplishment, major, major, major. This week, it's Read Across Jamaica Week in Jamaica. Tomorrow is Read Across Jamaica Day. Yes, so if there are any listeners here who are in Jamaica and you want to get involved, please do not hesitate to contact um, the team you can send them an email uh, to the, let me see if I remember the email address. It's president, yeah, president at grassrootscommunityfoundation.org. They're going to be going throughout the island all of this week, handing out book bags with books. And I do apologize for that interruption. Had a call coming in. Yeah, so thanks a million again. I can't stop saying Thank you for all your efforts and your involvement. And now it is time for us to get into stories out of North America. And this comes to us courtesy of Baller Alert. An Ohio family is grappling with the tragic death of a seven-month-old baby girl who was fatally struck by gunfire while riding in a car with her father. Jeremiah Hughes, 20, was driving near the intersection of Hillcrest Avenue and Jackman Road on Wednesday when another car began firing shots at the vehicle. 
Desire Hughes suffered a gunshot wound to the chest and was brought to an ER. The infant later succumbed to her injuries. Jeremiah was grazed by a bullet but was treated and released from the hospital. According to Deputy Coroner of Lucas County, uh, Desire's death has been ruled a homicide. Toledo police are now asking for the public's help in locating the suspects responsible. Anyone with home security footage of the incident or if they saw anything suspicious are being asked to contact Crime Stoppers. That to me sounds like um, it was intentional. They, I don't think that was just a random drive-by. Looks as though he was being targeted for the vehicle to pull up and start firing shots. It's so unfortunate that this baby didn't even get the chance. No chance whatsoever. We have to be so careful what we're getting ourselves involved in. Because in Jamaica we have a saying, if you can't catch quack, you'll catch him shot. And people are filled with so much hatred and this need for vengeance. And I think it's in all of us where we want to get back at somebody else. I think we all have that in us. The first thing somebody does something to us, we want to get back at them. But we need to stop and think what's going to happen after we get back at them. Is it even worth it? Now you're on the run, hiding, because you've killed someone. You've killed a child. Murder and attempted murder. We have to get our anger under control. We have to know how to get our need for vengeance under control. Is it worth it? Is it really worth it? On Wednesday, Thomas Reynard James was released from prison after serving 32 years over a case of mistaken identity. James, 55, was convicted in 1991 and sentenced to life in prison with a 25-year minimum. He was found guilty of a murder of Francis McKinnon, who was killed during a home invasion in Coral Gables, Florida, in 1990. James was 23 years old at the time. But what is puzzling is that he was convicted, although there was no physical evidence that could prove he was guilty. His conviction and life sentence were brought on by people who picked his photo out of a lineup and an eyewitness account from Dorothy Walton, the stepdaughter of McKinnon. I will never forget his face. I will never forget his eyes, Walton had previously stated in a 1991 article in the Miami Herald. The Miami-Dade State Attorney's Office Justice Project spent the last year reviewing more than 20,000 pages worth of documents and even interviewed people connected with James's case after Walton changed her stance when she spoke during a 2019 interview with investigators for the Innocence Project of Florida, saying there may have been a mistake made in identifying James. Court documents from the case show one of the two witnesses who picked James in the lineup after testified that the suspect they picked was not in the court, despite James sitting across from them. 
James also delivered a sworn statement to the SAO Justice Project earlier this year in which he claims he, was never, he has never shot anyone or been to the apartment complex where the murder took place. He also took a polygraph exam that determined he was telling the truth, but if he was in the apartment when the victim was shot, if he was the one who shot McKinnon, and if he was involved at all in the crime. We have determined that Thomas Raynard James is actually innocent, said Christine Zaralban. Charles McKinnon, son of the victim, also spoke, saying he wasn't entirely convinced of these latest findings and could not support the court's decision. Mr. James, I don't want to see you in jail if you're innocent. James's release is the result of 10 motions and appeals that fought to get his sentence overturned. When he was asked what the first thing he will do as a free man, he said, go home to my family and eat chicken. Let me tell you something. The worst thing you can do in life is to tell a lie on someone. You might think it's insignificant. And you might think it's okay, I can just tell a lie, no matter how simple that lie is. You don't know the ripple effects. Many people have been killed because of a lie. Many people have spent their lives in jail because of a lie. Be careful what you do to people. Think about what you're going to say and the implications. Think about how you would feel if someone told a lie on you. People have been accused of doing things and they, they go and they mention it to somebody who's possibly a hothead and that person goes out there and kills them. We have seen so many cases where people are being exonerated and it's, <clears throat> excuse me, the black man. And I don't want to go down the avenue of racism. I'm sorry I'm not taking that journey today. But the stark truth is that what's, that is what we keep seeing. No evidence in court, but he's convicted to life and sentenced to life in prison. Now here's what I want to propose. The person said, who said, oh, I'll never forget that face. I'll never forget those eyes. How about you go and sit there now for 32 years? Why should you continue to have your freedom? He took a polygraph test. He wasn't there. But they have to pin it on somebody. As far as I'm concerned, everybody who joined on, jumped on that bandwagon to incriminate him, go sit down now for 32 years. See how it feels. If you accuse somebody of something that they did not do and cause them to get killed, you're a, you need to be killed in exchange too. We need to stop it. What you gonna tell me? We all look alike? Any of us could be going about our business and then somebody comes and puts handcuffs on us and says, we were identified as being the suspect in a crime. It could don't sit here any of us and think that it can't happen to us. It can happen to 
any of us. All because somebody said, yes, it was that person. And let me tell you something. You have some people who are very convincing with their manipulation and their lies. To the point they will make you feel you even did it. What's this person? <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> McKinnon. Pardon me. You need to go sit down in jail. You need to go in jail and sit down now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dorothy Walton, sorry. Who's the stepdaughter of McKinnon? She needs to go in jail. What if that happened to you? How would you feel? Life in prison, minimum 25, after 32. You're finally exonerated. The courts failed him. The, the judicial system failed him. I don't know. Yes, we can say pay him but i don't think paying the um people who are released is enough i really don't think so okay you give me the money but you're still you still had you know 32 years to enjoy with your life and your family and your friends you had that so yeah you can give me and i'm there's no money spoken about in this article but as i'm just hypothetically speaking you can give me 32 million dollars but for me that wouldn't be enough i'm sorry you need to go sit down now take a rest twenty three years old how do we stop this from happening because I guarantee you, this is not going to be the last story we're hearing. We're going to keep hearing about it more and more. The time and the effort that is put in now, decades later, why wasn't that time and effort put in then to ensure accuracy? Huh? Why is it that so much time has to go by before the job is done? Why? Is it that, you know what? Yeah, good morning. Good morning, everyone. That is crazy. Wow. Good morning, Marlon. I, I really hope, well, I hope she didn't, whoever put that man in jail didn't put nobody else in prison for lying at them because it's, it's probably something I've done before. But that is crazy. Wow. That's sad. I really hope they go to jail as well. I know, no, I know nothing that's going to happen to them anyways, but something needs to happen to these people who keep lying on people and putting people in jail for no reason. You know, and the system, it's get, well, I can't say getting better, but a couple years, 23, 30 years ago, the system was bad. It's still bad, but the DNA and, and 
it get it, I think it got a little bit better, not much, just a little bit better. Um, but there was no evidence and put this man in wow. They need to go to jail. Whoever lied on him, from the prosecutor to the judge to the witness, whoever, they all need to go to jail. You know, just to feel what he felt. Mm -hmm. There for lying. That's why you can't lie on people, man. That's 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 wrong. Wrong. Wow. Run rising, everybody. Run rising. Good morning, Alpha. Um, is this about a guy who's been convicted for? Uh, couple decades now and still in jail even though they found him innocent okay no this one happened in coral gables right um he was convicted in 1991 sentenced to life in prison with a minimum having to serve a minimum of at least 25 years back then he was found guilty of the murder of francis mckinnon anyway let's fast forward now it, he was well before I fast forward Apple he was convicted although there was no physical evidence that could prove he was guilty right um, a witness the victim's stepdaughter said it was him she never forget the face she never forget the eyes right but now she can come back and say <laughs> oh my gosh um so he has been exonerated, um, Afro, saying that it was a mistake. She changed her tone in 2019 when speaking with investigators for the Innocence Project of Florida. That's when she changed her tone. There are men who have been sent to jail accused of raping women that never even see the woman a day in their life. There are men sitting in jail accused of committing murders. Innocent people who were home with their families. But because they fit a description, they're taken in. Look at what happened with the little children we spoke about last week. The four children who were sitting at McDonald's, but they fit the description and were accused of having a gun. And unfortunately, it's always their word versus our word. Their word is always, <clears throat> excuse me, good. No matter what. No evidence after. There was no evidence presented. None. He even took a lie detector test. still my question is how do we hold people responsible when these things happen and my answer is lock them up too I don't care if you're 80 or 90 years old when you come out and talk the truth you're going to jail to spend the rest of your days um, judge up. <laughs> uh, um, it, it, you know what I said earlier? Say no one goes on the race road. <laughs> yeah, but it is. But, 
But moments, me have, me have to be honest. If you're gonna talk about them something, yeah, I, you know what I mean? You have to touch upon it. Even I just want to look a bit at the real thing. Because a century is now them things that are going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it, a century, so you have to, even though sometimes your child is alright. Hmm, let's see what kind of way yeah. we can talk without even touch upon it. Yeah. But because it's from centuries, this ago and this are them history, you, you have to touch upon it. Yeah. You might try your best not to go too deep in it. But at some point, you have to, you have to touch upon it. And a, 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 a decades, centuries now, this are going on. Them come, them lie, and you, you go prison for much years. Some don't make it out, some get executed. You know what I mean? For something they never do. You see me, I say? And everybody gone home and gonna have a grand time and eat dinner. You see me, I say? And if they go on from them time there, 2022, man still lock up in a jail. You see me, I say, man can't come out of jail because what? Them convicting for something we never do. You see me, I say, people they on the run, gone to Cuba because them, and I say, oh, we need to get them um, extradited because, and the person never do nothing yet, and no me attack from the year, Mr. Cuba. You see me, I say, so it, uh, them have a history, and then when you check it out, nothing now get done to them. But I understand how you can send a man to prison for 30 something years, 40 something years, and then when him, uh, and then now, if, if them put in the work to get this person out, you see me, I say, then nothing not happen to you. Nothing not at all not happen to you. It, it don't make no sense. But again, again, the best explanation this is America. This country was built for persons not uh, who don't look like we. It was built for a certain group of people and it only benefits a certain group of people. You see me, I say, don't care what other look of good work you see might come out and who might get to fall through the look of crocs or uh, uh, injustice or you know what I mean, uh, and all them because something there. Yes, good. We were happy so we can get to fall through the look of crocs. You see me, I say, and can. It, 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 get me, I say, but. At the end of the day, we still have to say, yo, no matter what, this, the thing still set up in place for a certain group of people who do not look like us. You see me, I say? And boy, when you got again, when you got about them things, yo, race always, always going to be a part of it because of how they make this country. And that is why, well, for me, I know about nobody else, as my wife I was I say, come over here, squeeze. America like a like a lime, get all where you can get and go back to your yard and that are the plan. So why we there? We are trying our best to keep our nose clean and stay out of them we as best as we can. You see me? Although you have some police out there or whoever, they, they just can't wait for to mess with some people. Hopefully the ancestors and universe guide and protect we and keep you from them kind of negative energy there. So we can just work, squeeze away like a lime and go back to our yard and, and, and live life you see me i say me, me, me deal with the police them officer at this alone have you know all right just say what next time I'm, I'm gonna keep it moving you see me i say and it done this so yeah yeah man i it's mean disheartening. Yeah. it is disheartening Apple. it really is um i need solutions i need a solution that's what i need so that this will stop happening so that people will think twice before they do this to others. And I need the action to be swift. You come out and you say what you have said, you have corrected your statement, you have acknowledged that you, mis you mistakenly 
caused someone to serve time in jail. I need action to be swift. So we say, okay, thank you for that. Okay, take her or take him away. That's what I'm looking for. Miami WSVN is reporting dozens of workers came together in downtown Miami to rally for change in South Florida. Demonstrators gathered at Stephen P. Clark Government Center on Sunday afternoon to mark International Workers' Day, which falls on May 1. Protesters said they have not been able to recover from the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic with the rise of the cost of living and unfair wages. Now workers are calling for some relief. They say they're facing a crisis, in particular a housing crisis, along with that a climate crisis and a wage crisis. They're also facing so many crises, workers, um, that they have to try and resolve things themselves. Housing. Oh, I don't know if y'all heard on the news. Heard it this morning. <laughs> Miami is officially, I think we spoke about it last week, but, you know, came out again. The most expensive place to live as far as housing is concerned. Miami yeah, leading you, the way. You told us on Friday, which shocked me. And so here it, again and again, it keeps repeating. Yeah, it keeps coming up because people, and this was part of the um, reason for the protest. People are saying, where do you want us to live? You're out, we, we're not making the money to pay the rent. So what do you want us to do? Are we going to end up having everybody in Miami homeless? There needs to be some kind of um regulation you cannot charge more than xyz there is no regulation on the housing market people can charge whatever do whatever it's ridiculous and salaries aren't matching up so if you come to miami and you see 20 cars parked in front of a house mind your business yes 20 people probably live there they got to do what they got to do. It's called survival. Something really needs to be done. This inflation is ridiculous. And every... Uh, go ahead, Marlon. Uh, no, go right ahead. It's not going to change. What they're trying to do is force you out. Anyway, if you can't afford it, leave. Um, that's what... Because if you watch their... They're having all these buildings going up, these million-dollar rises, billion-dollar rises. They just approved the um, football field, the soccer, oh, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a billion-dollar industry. Um, they're going to build um, another building downtown Miami where um, Elon Musk and all of them is involved in it. So just like Overtown, they're forcing those people out and putting up those million-dollar condos. So all they do is telling you, to, if you can't afford it, leave. Basically, head north. You know, you can't go no further south, so head north. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. And um, that's it. So it's And it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse. So it's either you deal with it or because the system is not going to do anything. The government is not going to do anything because... The government getting paid from the or the politicians should be getting their pocket line for certain things. So mm-hmm. they ain't gonna do nothing about it. You can't afford it, leave. That's the bottom line. That's it. Now they're gonna say, um, what, what, 
What do you call people from Miami? <laughs> now they're going to say these people have their noses up in the air. They say about people from Miami already. Can you imagine how much worse it's going to get? Can you imagine places like Doral? <laughs> oh, Doral is expensive to live right now. So just rent alone in Doral for one bedroom is almost, you know, three, four thousand dollars. And also, it's, it's ridiculous. Look at Brickle. Brickle, it's David. That's crazy. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to live in Brickle, um, Doral, uh, Coral Gables, what's the other one, Marlon? Um, is it Pinecrest or Cutler Bay? Pinecrest, um, Grove, all those places. Cutler yeah, you Bay. gonna you gonna pay? It's nice. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna down. It's a nice. It's nice areas. Yep. But it's gonna cost you. Yeah, yeah, it is. This is an interesting story, folks. The search for a missing Alabama inmate and a corrections officer continues today as authorities pursue leads that may help identify the vehicle they disappeared in. The pair went missing on Friday after Vicki White, assistant director of corrections for the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office, said she was taking inmate Casey White, who was being held on murder charges for a mental health evaluation at the county courthouse. But the office and inmate who officials say are not related never arrived at the courthouse, and authorities later discovered there was no evaluation or hearing scheduled for Casey White that day. When Vicki White, an exemplary employee who submitted her retirement papers last week, checked Casey White out of the detention center around 9.30 a.m., she said she was going to drop him off at the courthouse. She then planned to get medical care, she said, because she wasn't feeling well, but she never arrived. That afternoon, concerned officers at the jail tried to call Vicki White, but her phone went straight to voicemail. They then found Casey White had never been returned to jail. Authorities were considering various scenarios over the weekend, including whether Vicki White was overpowered and kidnapped by the six foot nine inmate or helped him escape through coercion or her own willingness. Vicky White's patrol vehicle was spotted around 11 a.m. Friday in a shopping center parking lot by someone on their lunch break, Singleton said. Authorities on Saturday searched video security footage in the area where the patrol vehicle was found but did not turn up any evidence showing the two getting into another vehicle. His office is working on leads that may help investigators identify the vehicle the pair left in. We continue to view video footage and we continue to search for possible leads, but still have recovered nothing. In 2020, Casey White had planned to escape the jail and take a hostage. But then the detention center employees caught him. The prison then established a policy mandating two sworn deputies accompany him at all times including transportation to the courthouse. Casey White was serving 75 years for a series of crimes in 2015, including a home invasion, carjacking, and a police chase. He also faces two counts of capital murder for the stabbing death of 58-year-old Connie Ridgway in 2015. He confessed to the killing in 2020 and then pleaded not guilty. Because Vicky White was armed with a 9mm handgun when the pair went missing, authorities assume Casey White is likely armed. 
adding it is unknown if there were other weapons in her patrol vehicle. The corrections officer is likely in danger, and no matter the circumstances of their disappearance, hmm, he was in jail for capital murder, and he had nothing to lose. Whether she assisted him or not, no one knows, but they will not address that until they have absolute proof that that is what happened. At this point, there is an assumption that she was taken against her will unless it can be proven otherwise absolutely. But regardless, even if she did assist him, everyone thinks she's in danger. The Marshal's Service joined the search for the inmate and officer and is offering a reward of up to $10,000 for information. As the Assistant Director of Corrections, Vicki White was aware of the jail policy requiring Casey White to be escorted by two sworn deputies at all times. By removing him from the detention center on her own, Vicki White broke the protocol. All precautions were in place. The questions we now have for Director White is why she violated policy. The officer had frequent access to people held in the detention center, including Casey White. Vicki White submitted her retirement papers last week, of course described as an exemplary employee with an unblemished record. So why mess this up now? Hmm. All of her co-workers, all the employees in the <laughs> sheriff's office, the judges, all have the most utmost respect for her. Vicki White has been with the department for about two decades. She's a widow with no children, and her mother and two brothers live in the Lauderdale County. Go ahead, Andal. No, man, she, she's residing, so she wants to take a partner with her, you know, so she um, took him and run off. That's what I'm saying. And they're saying that uh, they don't know she was overpowered. The common sense is one, there was no court case. Exactly. So no, why, right. So it looks suspicious. There was no court case. So why would you why take him take to say you take him to a court? To and that that. Two, right, there's two people supposed to accompany and her and then she alone went. It has everything right there that's pointing to the direction of yeah. It sounds as though everything. it would sound as though she was in for the ride. She was in for it, of course. She was in for it. That's my case. But she's foolish. She's foolish. She was not thinking at all, point blank. No, 20 years on the force, or with the department, I should say. 20 years minimum. And you're going to throw it all away for somebody who can't help you? Somebody you can't go anywhere with? He might still, though, end up killing her. Well, I guess when the pressure not. when the pressure comes, when the pressure comes and it becomes tightened, then you know he's all yeah that might happen. Oh. They found love. That's what they found, and she helped him. So they both enjoyed their life together. What's that and Rihanna she... song, Marlon? <laughs> they found love, and and they're gonna. They are in the wind somewhere, probably heading to Mexico. That's where everybody goes until they get a chance to go somewhere else. But um, at the end of the day, I think both of them are in it together. And as Andel says, she did put in her retirement papers like a couple of days ago and just end up missing now. Yeah, I think they're both into it. And um, they're just having a good time right now, wherever they are. Well, Marlon, she's going to go join him after they get caught, huh? 
if if she don't turn up dead. Yep, agreed. So right now they're just living it up on the run, you know, Bonnie and Clyde stuff and whatever they're doing. Um, I'm hoping that he does, you know, he don't kill her, and I'm hoping that you know she gets some form of common sense and figure something out and you know turn him in. And yeah, she's gonna go to jail as well. But um, yeah, I just hope I'm just hoping for the best. That's all. My thing is, I mean, is she so desperate for having such great fun that she didn't think past the circumstances of after the after this is it? <laughs> you know. We fell in love in a hopeless place. We fell in love in a hopeless place. That's all I can say. A lot of those um, um, correction officers or police officers, they do have relations with these people in jail, I tell you that much. A lot how of does them... that benefit them, though, Marlon? What's the point of doing that? I don't know. I really don't know. But a lot of them sleep with the inmates. Um most of those people, most of those um, correction officers, they are single. And, you know, nice-looking girl come in, nice-looking guy comes in, and they see these people naked all the time and stuff, and they get turned on. So I think a lot of them in there just, they're single, and they see somebody they like and fall in love with that person. And the person, most of these prisoners, they, they just take you for a ride and, you know, make you feel special. You know, this is what happened to the one in New York a couple of years ago when she I helped them escape as well. These two guys, when they, you know, they make her feel special and, you know, because they know she was single and going through a rough time with her. No, she wasn't single, but going through a rough time with her husband. So they talked to her, make her feel special, and she helped them escape. You know, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That case, I remember that one. Yeah. It happens, it, it's been going on for decades. And a lot of these correction officers, they're single and, you know, they have issues and these guys realize it and they just use it against them and, and for them to help them to get out. So, so hey. Marlon, would you say then what they need to do is rotate these officers? Don't keep the same officer in the same um, section or department all the time. Rotate them. I agree, but just like a, a regular police officer who patrols certain areas, mm -hmm. they do the same there in jail where um, they keep the same people. Because once once you get to know your your prisoners and stuff like that, it keeps riots down. Because if if a prisoner respects you and certain things, certain things will happen in certain areas. It's just like patrolling you know in the ghetto and they put a certain people in certain areas police officers they want to keep you there to keep certain things down because people get to trust you and then people tell you things yeah. if a new a new person comes into your area they they some people are not going to tell you nothing so it's 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 a it's all a thing they do okay. for you for the get for them to get close to you to tell you you know to know who's who and who's what and whatever is going on because people, people talk if they trust you enough they will their lips gonna slip and say certain things yeah. so yeah that's what, what they do but at the end of the day they right now they're just having fun out there having a good time wherever they are well guess what that's gonna be short-lived because i guarantee they're gonna find them soon and as um as I said, I hope he doesn't kill her. But you're going to hear about the um, 
romance. Bounty hunters are on the move. So, um, yeah, they're ha, have all the sex and fun you can have now because it's going to end shortly. Um, courtesy of Baller Alert, the New Jersey woman who was seriously injured following a fender bender accident. Remember, this happened last week. That accident that escalated into road rage um, is still in shock by the gruesome encounter. Morgan Scott, 23 recalled the terrifying incident from her hospital bedside, saying she was on her way to her job with the city of Elizabeth Elizabeth last month when her car was hit by a Mitsubishi SUV in what was at first a harmless incident. But then things went left when the other driver, Vincent Jean, 56, suddenly drove his SUV at her after she stepped out of her vehicle to look at the damage. Jean is accused of running over the victim multiple times as she tried to flee across the yard of a home in the area. The shocking scene was captured on video as onlookers shouted in horror. He's definitely a danger to society, she said. She's recovering from numerous injuries at the Kessler Institute for Rehabilitation, the New York Post reported. Jean has been charged with attempted murder and is scheduled to appear in court again in June. The attack has left Scott with traumatic injuries, including a broken femur, broken ribs on both sides, and a broken neck in three different places. Both of her knees were split open, her liver was lacerated, and she has to protect her face from sunlight because of road rash scars. She also needed surgery to place a rod in her leg. The suspect sped his SUV at her after she got out of her car to take pictures of his license plate. She is lucky to be alive, blessed to be alive. There is a testimony out of this test that she has a story to tell. Let me tell you something to go through all of this. I hope this man doesn't get to come out. I hope he has time to sit there and just think about what he did. What if he had killed her? Can you imagine running a vehicle over her, backing up, running it over her again, all because she took a license, the picture of his license plate, which I feel was, is well within her right to do so. Fender Bender. Well, what if this um, the lady had a gun and turned around and, and shot him? It would be a different story, yeah. you know. I mean, because if it was me and I and I turn around and see you coming, I'm gonna shoot you. I don't care because you're coming with a vehicle. So what if this? You know, I hope he spent the rest of his life is is the rest of his life in prison. Yeah, yeah. Hell, and so don't too. get out because. That just for taking a, a, a picture and you trying to run somebody up, yeah, wow! I don't, I don't, I don't. People gonna say he's crazy. He's um probably on drugs or, or whatever. Bull mental crap. health is what's gonna you know, come everybody, out. Everybody, yeah. everybody's mental. I'm mentally ill too, you know. So we all got mental issues, and it just take that one thing to trigger, but it's how you control it. But for you to run somebody over because it, and she has all right to do it. Mm -hmm. Nah, yeah. he need to be in jail for the rest of his life. I agree. And here's what we need to be looking out for. 
DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And tune in to Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone. QMZRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the QMZ Radio Club. It's music, news, and naturalists' views. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sinet, Rosola, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Clubhouse. And tune in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Tonight, we're talking about the heart of communication. Are the lines crossed? Join Rosola for the Rosolo Show Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the Rosolo Show Club. Next Tuesday, Rosolo speaks with Janice Laws Robinson, candidate for Georgia Insurance and Safety Fire Commissioner. Tune in to Wanted Fridays every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern and Freestyle Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Mix Master Kevon on JanoRadio.com. Then Saturdays, it's Blazing Saturdays with DJ Simple, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And on Sunday, DJ Simple returns with Big People Sunday. Coming up after the music break, we will have business and tech and health and science news. Here's a little Destra, I Dare You. my time, come test my wine, I dare you, I dare you.
boy, Drizzy Drake. This Drake. is Rihanna. Hello, Chico Pitbull. I'm Nicki Minaj. Yeah, this is Usher. Your boy, Florida. And you're checking out John O'Radio. John O'Radio. Thank you to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Thank you to all or everyone who has joined me here on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. Every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, it is Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, where I read the news and we share our views. And now it is time for business news. Apple rolls out DIY self-service repair program. I know we spoke about this. I think it was last month or the month before, but it definitely came up. Apple has officially launched its DIY repair service in the United States. As a way to cut down on the often packed Apple stores, the company has unveiled its plan to provide Apple users with the tools needed to repair their own devices. Currently, the DIY program is only available for iPhone 12, iPhone 13, and third-generation iPhone SE. Yeah, those stores are ridiculous. Walked by the Apple store again um, on Saturday. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. I don't know why it has to be so packed. And as huge as the store is, it still is not enough space. People are still standing up outside. Thankfully, you know, they're standing in AC, but it's still ridiculous. Under the self-service repair initiative, Apple will sell kits to customers with detailed instructions and tools to fix their phones. All parts are available through Apple's self-service repair store. Customers may also rent a kit for $49 for seven days. In the past, Apple has shied away from providing replacement parts. Some Apple products have even displayed warning signs when repaired with non-Apple components. However, the self-service repair program allows users to buy everything from the company, giving them peace of mind that the parts are good. Apple does caution, though, that only skilled technicians should purchase the toolkits, but inexperienced customers are also free to buy them. This is a concerning factor as it could lead to added trips to the Apple Store if repaired incorrectly. The company plans to soon expand the program to other countries and other devices, including MacBooks and Apple Watches. Uh, can we not have the kits? I'm sorry. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, mm, no, because people like me, I will mess it up. <laughs> and then you'll be more angry at yourself. Just... I don't know. I don't know if Apple needs to have another um, facility where you can take your um, things to get fixed so you're not waiting with those who are trying to purchase goods or for those who are waiting for tutorials. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't think fixing is a good um, self-repair. Let me say it that way. Let me use the correct term. I don't think self-repair is a good idea. <laughs> Go ahead. 
on you, you can go on Google uh, sorry not Google um what do you call it something Amazon or eBay and all them something and buy um kits for can pull Apple phone and all them something there. But are the, but Apple shop. but Apple are those kits Apple authorized or Apple made kits or is it people just putting kits together and selling them? That's the that's what I'm wondering. But here this other thing, whether or that or not whether Apple authorized or not, they, they kit them off the tools them in it to pull the screws them. Can you say some screws different from some screws um on phone? So an uh, Apple screw might different from uh, uh, Android um, Samsung screw. Those kits already exist. Well, just what? Well, what am I do? Uh, you should some authentic one with just say Apple on it. I see I, I think there may be there has to be something in it Apple why they are stressing it. I strongly believe that or if there isn't anything yet, they're more than likely going to make some changes that will make it harder for people, you know, like you and I to fix the phones or the problems. I I strongly it, believe it, there's something well, there. I don't think so, because I'm going to say, well, I already do that. The first iPhone I get was an iPhone 5. My battery starts well upon me, and I'm going to link my bridge in. Yo, but, as a matter of fact, I even buy the, the, the battery myself, because the Apple battery already a sell. I just for how much years now. The battery I get wasn't a, a well, it's a third party battery, but it, uh, it works in an Apple phone. I'm going to get that, I'm going to put it in it, and good to go. I'm going to link my bridge in, and do it. Something else is happening again. I'm going to link a phone shop guy this time. Because that time I'm going to sell it for going to get the next Apple phone. So, I'm kind of lost. What am I saying? Third party, I make money off of them products. So, them themselves need to start making money off of them own. So, we're going to sell now a kit where stamps say Apple. A battery where say Apple. I don't know. But let me ask you a question, Apple. From a business standpoint, okay? Let us say you manufactured a product and your product is doing well and you realize that you can also corner another segment of the market wouldn't you do that and say you know something i want people to have the full afo experience so they purchase the afo product and then afo seeks or make sure that afo is the one who services the vehicle for them or services the product for them so they feel yeah special you, you know that feeling you get you know when you feel exclusive as though you belong to a group <laughs> you identify with a group I, I'm not saying it the right way right now still trying uh, to should I do that from a long time I agree long, but put yeah, yourself long time in their shoes you'd probably do the same thing hey you know after, what what you what let's say you drop um so okay you drop a couple of Airbnbs, right? So instead now of you outsourcing the house cleaning, you say, you know something? Why am I going to outsource it when I can take on another aspect of the market? Let, let me... Moment, let, start right here. Let, let me stop right here. <laughs> me and my wife sit down. I would have put some minds together. Like, I, I just, you know, I do some thinking. I say, yo, hmm, what, what, what about Airbnb? And then instead of I go out and I get people clean, why not create a business where we are clean ourselves and then add on some family members to do the cleaning? There you, you go. Know? Yeah, so, yes, so, I yeah, get what I say because I say, my wife's long and I put something 
noodle, you know, with, with little gears and we're in a spin and we used to make money while we go back a yard and things like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, set up shop. So that was one of the, the, the business. We have Airbnbs and instead of have people that clean it, we clean it ourselves, you know, um, get some one and two van, you know what I mean? Make one of one and two of a family member go out and do the cleaning, hire some of family member and thing. If we can spread the business beyond family member, yeah, we can do that to make the business grow and so forth. And there we just, you, you know. And so yeah, we are thinking about that. Don't forget landscaping too, Alfie. You're gonna need a landscaping division. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, um, okay. first of all, <laughs> buy a weed walker. My father already talked about him want a weed walker so he can rent out and all them things. Eh? You know what I mean? Well, and it's the if, same thing. And if you don't know, if you use it, then I mean, yeah, you can do it. You know, or if you want to rent out and get somebody, hire somebody, help create jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we are thinking about all of them something. We are in a moment. So there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> So well, you're yeah, thinking, yeah, so yeah. you're thinking just like Apple, no different, right? So Netflix <laughs> is starting to get rid of employees amid their subscriber count falling, their price share decreasing by fifty percent, and so much more. The platform missed its subscriber count by two hundred thousand people. The platform is even outreaching to cutting people at different sites linked to it. The streamer made cuts to Tudum, and I hope I said that right, T U D U M, which is a website that markets Netflix stories. Angry former employees are letting it out on Twitter and claiming they got fired. Daily Mail reports that at least 10 to 15 people were fired. Those were the ones that took to Twitter. So there's no final headcount of how many people were laid off. Netflix also refused to disclose the number. Elon Musk chimed in and said, The woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable. Okay, Netflix, careful now, careful. And as we talk about Elon Musk, here's a story for him coming to us courtesy of CNN. Just two days after he announced he would buy Twitter, Elon Musk sent out a deluge of tweets about his plans for the social media platform. One stood out for its broad appeal. Twitter DMs should have end-to-end -end encryption like Signal, so no one can spy on or hack your messages, he wrote. With that statement, Musk waded into a long-running debate about technologists and private privacy advocates around the level of encryption apps and platforms should provide to their users. Growing concerns about privacy have led to questions about how much user data tech companies collect, and many platforms, including the signal messaging app Musk referred to, have begun to tout end-to-end -end encryption as a key feature. That capability means communications can only be seen by the senders and recipients without the platform being able to access them. While some apps such as Signal and WhatsApp have end-to-end -end encryption by default, others including Telegram, Instagram, and Facebook Messenger allow users to opt into encrypted messaging. Video conferencing platform Zoom quickly introduced end-to-end -end encryption in 2020, soon after the pandemic caused a surge in users, putting a spotlight on its security practices. Meta, which owns WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook Messenger, has said it plans to roll out default end-to-end -end encryption for all its apps globally by 2023. Twitter, on the other hand, has not yet outlined a plan to offer end-to-end -end encryption for its direct messages, despite calls from industry experts and advocates for years. Those calls intensified in mid-2020 
after a massive hack of the platform that compromised the accounts of several prominent individuals, including former U.S. President Barack Obama and Musk himself. End-to-end -end encryption may not have prevented that attack since hackers directly accessed the accounts, but experts say it would reduce the scope of the information attackers could target in the future. Twitter hasn't responded to a request for a comment yet, so we're waiting to hear what they have to say. But I thought I would think that in this day and age, end-to-end -end encryption would be automatic on everything. You know, I didn't think that was something that would be a news item. Uh, come on, get up to get up to speed, Twitter. Let's get it done. In health and science news, here we go with Kellogg's again. Remember, Kellogg's had an issue with Mexico um, a couple months ago. Now. They're headed to court in England over the country's new restrictions around promoting products that are high in sugar, fat, or salt. In an effort to tackle childhood obesity, England is implementing a new set of rules that would regulate the amount of promotion products with high amounts of sugar, salt, and fat get. Restrictions include products no longer being allowed to be featured in checkouts, store entrances, aisle ends or online bbc's reporting while many products fall into the high sugar fat and salt categories cereal companies aren't ready for the new rules as the regulations could damage sales and it seems cereal companies aren't going out without a fight one particular company is kellogg's which hosts some of the most popular cereal cereal brands like fruit loops honey smacks frosted flakes and more in a statement, Kellogg said that it has tried to have a reasonable conversation with government, but the two parties are not seeing common ground. We believe the formula being used by the government to measure the nutritional value of breakfast cereals is wrong and not implemented legally. It measures cereals dry when they are almost always eaten with milk. This is according to Chris Silcock, Kellogg's UK Managing Director. All of this matters because unless you take account of the nutritional elements added when cereal is eaten with milk, the full nutritional value of the meal is not measured. On the other hand, health-centered groups are confused as to why Kellogg's is taking the government to court over the matter. This is a blatant attempt by a multinational food company to wriggle out of a vital new regulation that will limit their ability to profit from marketing their unhealthy products. That's according to Carolyn Cerny of the Obesity Health Alliance. BBC is also saying it's shocking that a company like Kellogg's would sue the government over its plans to help people be healthier rather than investing in removing sugar from their cereals. What's going on, Kellogg's? You got pushed back in uh, Mexico and tried to retaliate. Each country has the right to look after its people. I agree with um, England. Childhood obesity is a problem. Is it that then that they are working in tandem with the healthcare industry and the pharmaceutical industry? Because you know, diabetes, medication, they're not saying exercise or anything like that. It's all a circle. To me, my opinion, folks, seems like it's a circle and a cycle. 
let us get them hooked from early let's get them addicted to these things we will continue to benefit doctors will benefit the pharmaceutical industry will benefit so it seems as though everybody's in a dance together they're all sitting in the jacuzzi together and having these conversations and you stand up looking out for the well-being of your people the well-being of your youth and you're getting taken to court so a country can't say anymore that they care about the health of their people I don't know it just seems absurd to me and more countries need to push back come on Kellogg's why don't you instead say you know something let us see how we can make changes and offer healthier versions so what if you lose a couple customers because you're taking away the sugar you care more about the sugar in the bodies than you care about the people and their health you care more about the money coming into your pocket than you care about people's health and that's our issue that's our problem greed is going to get the best of us we don't you're care right, Norman. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. It's, it's, it would be a great for time for them to be the innovators in the industry and be the first one out front to say, here's what we're doing. We're changing our labels. We're changing not even just the labels or recipes to be more widely received by the rest of the world. Because the American standards are different than European standards and now and Mexican standards. So why not be innovators? Why not? So we, they're one of the wild, most widely um, available no, products yeah. in the world. So why not be the leaders? If you get all this hit back, start now. Exactly. And then you have less suits. You have a great point. I agree with you 100%. But you know what, Sunet? You and I didn't go to school for that, so they won't listen to people like us, right? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Is, is that why, um, are you still tell about it? Um, where we see this, um, I don't know true it is, because we never look into it. But they must show some com some company that try to make cereal we can eat with orange juice now. Ah oh, yes, the Tropicana. Milk. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. And I you saw it too. Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, Ew. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ew, that has to be gross. But um, <laughs> I would watch my father pour hot water on his cereal. I'm like, ew, that's gross. But anyway work for him <laughs> but um yeah yes Sonette, we need them to be the innovators lead the way well if there's any other company listening go ahead and be the breakthrough ambassadors for health especially for a healthy future or healthy generations to come coming up after the music break we're gonna have sports caribbean corner and news out of latin america here is edwin yearwood with pump me up Oh gosh, I'm say hey. No. 
Good morning to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Thank you to everyone who has joined me here on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. Welcome to Coffee and Toe, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. And again, for those of you who did not hear me earlier, I just want to say a huge thank you on behalf of the Grassroots Community Foundation team. Thank you so much for all the work that you put in. Thank you for your donations. Thank you for talking about the the initiative. Thank you for spreading the word, sharing the link. Thank you for purchasing books. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't thank you enough for your support. And of course, the team, they're already in Jamaica and they're heading out. They went to, got some pictures in the WhatsApp group chat. Um, Portland, some schools have got their books already. The team is headed out to St. Anne as well. So they're making the moves, getting the books into the hands of the children. And it is amazing. We didn't make the $30,000 goal, but guess what? We didn't, you know, drop off too far either. We came very close to it, but we are grateful because at the end of the day, each child will benefit. The, the different schools will benefit, right? And we just want to say thank you. And now it is time for sports news. NFL player Kevin Ware. Who is this guy? Who is he? Who? Um, never heard about him. Anybody familiar with Kevin Ware? He's an NFL player. So his ex-girlfriend's remains have been identified. Texas authorities confirmed that the remains found were indeed the remains of former NFL player Kevin Ware's missing ex-girlfriend. The remains of Taylor Pomaski were initially discovered in January. Pomaski was last seen on April 25, 2021 at a party at her home in Spring, Texas. Her remains were identified by the Harris County Institute of Forensic Sciences the Harris County Sheriff's Office announced on Saturday. The investigation is still open and active, and homicide investigators are diligent in bringing this case to a close. The remains were found on December 10 in North Harris County when authorities searched for clues to her disappearance, the Sheriff's Office previously stated. Pomaski was living with Ware, who is a former tight end for the San Francisco 49ers when she was reported missing. He was identified as a suspect in her disappearance during a bond hearing for an unrelated gun and drug case. However, no charges have been filed against him in Pomaski's disappearance. Ware's county uh, attorney, Kobe DuBose, said that his client cooperated with authorities. He's told the police everything that he knows, and he's led them through the house. He's led them in the home, and that's all we're going to say about that, DuBose said. Is he a good player? I don't know. Never heard of him. The football fans in here. I'm hearing a thumping sound in my ear. Are you guys hearing it? 
not sure if it's me. And that's why I just sent a message, honestly. It's like, did you all hear that thumping sound? Is it? I was wondering if it was just me. It's like thump, thump. It's like a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm hearing that. Yeah, it does sound like somebody's heartbeat. Not sure. Or a pulse. <laughs> I'm not sure where that sound is coming from. That's weird. I don't know if it's me. Let me see. Hold on. Mute your mic for a minute. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, man. It's you. Yeah, it's me. That's my heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) But that's weird. Why is it making that sound? Yeah, I have to figure that one out. I do apologize. Do you have a fan on something that's on? Let me see. Hold on. Let me see something. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know where Are you hearing it? It's not the fan. It is not the fan. So come back. We'll deal with it. <laughs> and you know, no, you know what's gonna happen now, right? It's gonna annoy the life out of me, and I'm gonna be like, "Okay, what's going on?" Okay, bear with me one second. Okay, bear with me one second, folks, because this sound is gonna annoy the life out of me. Not sure why we're hearing it. I really don't know why. Okay. But it seems to be the mic, Sonette. Not sure. I'll have to figure okay. that out. I'll figure it out by the time we get to the next music break. <laughs> uh, moment, sprinkle some white drum. Maybe I have company. You know what? James, not that bad. And it's getting louder and louder. Like, this person wants to speak. Should we let them speak, James? <laughs> yeah, mom, let them talk, man. <laughs> You know what I'm going to say? Yo, all these on the, in, on the ancestor side, you know? All going around it, so look. Oh my gosh. Let me behave myself. <laughs> okay. This is, these are the things that happen, and guess what? We deal with them as they come up. All right. It's definitely coming from the mic. Identify that issue and we will get it fixed. Don't worry. Please just bear with me here as we go through. Okay, and it's getting louder and louder. Yeah, it does sound like a heartbeat, Sonette. <laughs> like the person wants to speak, Afo. But anyway, yeah, it's definitely coming from here. You know, watch on, one Might be surprised, you know? Let's work through it. We're going to work through it. Bear with me, folks. I do yeah. apologize. I really, but thank you all so much for your patience. Appreciate y'all. Sorry to my listeners on QMZReader.com and JanaReader.com for that heartbeat sound you're hearing. I, it seems as though I have company in the studio and can't see them. But anyway, so we're going to keep it moving. Um, uh, this fellow, Kevin Ware, um, I hope he's not guilty. Um, but for now, all fingers kind of point to him. So, he has not been charged or anything yet. So let's see what happens. I, I think I think people should boycott the NFL. You know, I, I don't think it didn't work the first time. I I don't think I don't think they 
when you compare the NFL to um, NBA and even um, baseball, they they do not protect their they do not protect um, like they, they are like at the bottom of the, the chain in terms of protecting. The, it's it's almost like. And, and it makes sense because, like, most of the owners are, like, Donald Trump supporters. And it, it seemed like they, they see their, their players as, like, just assets. Just, just like, you know. You know, like, they, they don't have as much leverage as, like, players in the NBA. And, you know, when you look at the model that the NBA, um, for the past couple of years since um, this, the, this new, um, what's his name, Silver? Not, not, is it silver? Um, the president of the the, the um, for for the NBA, like he has done a better job in terms of like making it like a family type of environment. And if you if you realize in the past ten years or so, most of the players are more like family oriented. They're more um, out there doing giving back to their community and stuff like that. Um, the news that normally comes out of the NFL. Is like you know, like this whole idea, like of the the players being damaged, especially black players, like being damaged and 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 turn around suffering from PTSD, and like damaging their family and too much too much of the players have been involved in, in things that kind of link back to their mental health and 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 the hits that they take while playing for the NFL. You're lucky to have him, and he is lucky to have you. Hi, um, Marlon, you want to go ahead and take that? Okay, this sound, this sound is getting better. Uh, near by mistake. Oh, okay. But, um, I don't know. Uh, the NFL always have issues, man, so, and it's never going to change. Um, they tried a couple of years ago to boycott, and you know they did it, but it never. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to change, James. Um, you see, though, we just uh, we just got to deal with it, or we just watch something else. Uh, and that's one of the most uh, most. I think it's one of the most watched sports um, in in the U.S. Um, people just love the NFL, so then they're not going to boycott it. I don't think the owners and the coaches and whoever they probably need to take care of the players more respect. But I, I don't think people are going to boycott. Some of us might, but all of us, no, I don't think so. So, um, I don't know. Okay, so. We're not getting rid of this heartbeat sound, okay? It's getting. You might have to go to a music break and then try to fix it. I don't know. We do have a music break coming right up. So um, let me do that. Thank you so much. Bear with me one second here, ladies and gentlemen.
let's see if it's any better nope it's still there so you know what i might have to do when the music is playing are you hearing that thumping sound still is it loud no only i think all the one is start talk then you start why, are you, why are you trying to stop your heartbeat <laughs> i don't need y'all knowing how my heart sounds when i'm um... <laughs> No, but it's, it's annoying. It's annoying the life out of me. But if you're not hearing the heart, that, that thumping sound when the music is playing, guess what we're going to do? We're going to let the music play in the background. That's what we might have to do, right? Still hearing it. Yeah, you only hear it when you're talking. When you, when you open the mic to talk, like when you talk, that's when you hear it. Yeah. And that, it just keeps going for me and it's getting like really bad. Yeah, okay. Whoever worked their guzzle, according to us Jamaicans, please take it back. Take it back. Call off on the duffy. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, uh, what I'm saying, um, bad luck worse than Obia or Obia worse than bad luck. Which one is it? What, what do they say? Okay, it's really bad in my hair. I said keep your heart pumping. Let's move right along. Yeah, we're just going to have to move through it. All right. Hopefully the music will serve us a little distraction. Again, I do apologize to all my listeners out there. I don't like this any more than you do. So we have sports from the desk of CBS. Um, Just some headlines. Warriors Green ejected from game one for flagrant two. What did he do? What did you do? What did you do? In the Warriors versus Grizzlies, Draymond Green ejected from game one after committing flagrant two foul on Brandon Clark. Did anybody watch the game? I didn't. Draymond Green has a track record of getting banned from playoff games at the worst possible times. His infamous game five suspension during the 2016 uh, NBA Finals helped launch Cleveland's legendary comeback from a 3-1 deficit to win the championship. In the latest incident, Green was ejected from the Golden State Warriors Game 1 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. The play came at the end of the second quarter. Green was called for a foul when he pulled down Grizzlies man Brandon Clark by the jersey. On replay, it was called a flagrant two foul as, as excessive and unnecessary. Green initially slapped Clark with a wind-up before pulling him down. Following the game, Green called the ejection a reputation thing during an episode of his podcast. Oh, so it's 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 his MO. It's what he does. Is that it? Is that something he's always doing? Who, who's familiar with this guy, Draymond Green? Yeah, he always doing stuff like that. It's nothing yeah. new. It's nothing new. He always been like that. Always. Um, I don't want to say trouble. But he's a troublemaker, and you know, play. And he plays pretty rough too. So he's he always been like that. So go ahead, James. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a mind game. I think I think he's trying to trying to intimidate them because they're young, and it's the first time first time getting to um, like this this far. So I think like he's he's probably like checking the guys. So next time, because these guys are young and they're always like flying in the air, like trying to dunk and stuff like that. 
So I think he's probably just checking them and say, look, like making them nervous whenever they feel like they're going to, you know, fly and go up against him or to try and dunk on him and stuff like that. But yeah, I think it, I think it's it's more of a mind game. That's that's what Draymond do does. That's what that's what he does. He's known for that. Um, and he, he he plays like like it is basketball, very rough. Like he's one that that oh, he's he like plays like uh, he's in the streets. He plays like um, what's his name? Remember that guy that used to play for New York Knicks? Um, that was called like the enforcer. Um, he plays like that. So he's he's like the modern day enforcer in the NBA. So. But it, it worked, though. That I think it worked. But are they finding him? Do they find him when he does this? Um, No, he's not the only one that does flagrant. Like, Patrick Beverly plays like that. Um, and, and old school NBA players love that type of game because they think that the, 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 the new generation are too soft. So he doesn't get a lot of flack. Because when you check on, on like, the... the The, the people they are defending him and saying you know that's not flagrant that's that's like just that's basketball that's crazy well i don't know what y'all prefer y'all like it or he should stop it what's your preference no to me it's just basketball he just he just plays rough like he intimidates you you know because like these guys don't like to get dumped on so like a lot of these guys when they make for a play, like you can't, you can't go back. Like if you're, if you're in the middle of trying to stop someone from dunking, um, either you're going to get like dunked on and, and just be embarrassed or you're going to fall them hard. And a lot of guys choose to do that. So I think that's what he did. He didn't want to get dunked on. So he's like, you know, I, I'm already um, up and about to make the play and this guy's going to dunk on me or whatever. So I just, you know, fall him like very hard. That, it just... Just like street basketball, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think they should be doing that if they know. Well, you know, something, if it's against the rules, it's against the rules. That's just my opinion. But if it makes a good basketball, who am I to argue with it, right? I really can't. Coming up next, we do have Caribbean Corda. Good morning to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com and for everyone here with me on Clubhouse. I do apologize for the little sound that you are hearing, but I'm just going to have to push through it. It's my, Just look, think of it as though you're hearing my heart beating on the outside of my chest, all right? Don't worry, we're going to get this fixed. So Royal Caribbean to recruit new employees in Antigua and Barbuda. Grenada's first female Queen's Council has passed away. And out of Jamaica, historic cocaine and cash seizure in St. James. Lisa Hanna calls on government to ensure local police vehicles have full access to toll exemptions. And out of Trinidad and Tobago, UWE, University of the West Indies, appoints first female principal at their campus. And let's get the details of that. We're going to start off with Royal Caribbean. Antigua and Barbuda and Royal Caribbean have signed a memorandum of understanding for the company 
to recruit thousands of locals to fill various vacancies. At the job fair scheduled for June, Antiguans and Barbudians will be able to apply for positions including junior seamen, assistant electricians, housekeeping staff, wait staff, butchers, photographers, and entertainers. Minister of Tourism and Investment Charles Max Fernandez and the Royal Caribbean Group Vice President of Government Relations of the Americas, Russell Benford, signed the historic agreement. Good for you, Antigua and Barbuda. Great job. Grenada's first female um, QC, Queen's Council, has passed away. Grenada is mourning the passing of Celia Klein Edwards. She died last Thursday. The Ministry of Legal Affairs said Edwards QC was a veteran litigator and leaves behind a great legacy of being the first female Queen's Council of Grenada as she was deservingly elevated to the rank of Silk in 2008. She was also Grenada's first female island scholar, a former chairperson of the Public Service Commission, the Land Development Control Authority, and president of the Rotary Club of Grenada. At the time of her passing, she was the representative for the Ottobar on the General Legal Council. She was 65 years old. She willingly aided many of her professional, um, many of those in her professional field and personal capacity throughout her life. May her soul rest in peace. Historic cocaine and cash seizure in St. James. So I got wind of this when um, I saw a TikTok video of, you know, two fellas dressed up as cops in Jamaica and one telling the other one, you know, to go get help or go round up the troops, whatever, while he bags some of the cash. It, so, yeah. Um, this week's feature development is Newsmaker of the Week just ended is the major seizure of Jamaican $88 million worth of cocaine and United States and Canadian currency amounting to around $600 million in St. James. The monetary seizure represents the largest in the island's history and it took law enforcement officials over three days to tabulate the final currency figures. Since the start of the year, the police have been on a massive campaign to apprehend gangs, guns, and wanted men in an effort to bring down the island's crime rate, in particular, murders. Police Commissioner Major Anthony uh, Anderson, or I should say Major General Anthony Anderson, also signaled earlier this year that the forces would be going after the wealth of criminals, which he said was derived from mainly drug smuggling and lottery scamming. So scammers, be on high alert. They, they, they're coming after you. Lisa Hanno um, is the member, of course, of Parliament for St. Saint Anne Southeastern. She has called on the government to ensure that local police station vehicles have full access to the highways and toll exemptions. Now, I thought that was a given. I didn't know there was an issue until this story came out. Responding to reports yesterday that a policeman died after his colleagues were denied emergency passage at a toll booth of the north-south leg of Highway 2000 because of their inability to pay, Hannah said emergency vehicles must have free movement and access to the highways and road networks if they are to serve, assist, and better protect our citizens. She said, I am deeply saddened by the untimely death of young police constable Donald Carr, who was killed in a car crash on the north-south highway near Golden Grove, St. Anne, 
on Saturday night. I want to express my sincerest condolences to his family and friends and his colleagues at the Hunts Bay Police Station as they come to grips with this tragedy. I keep hope for the recovery of the other passenger who was also in the vehicle. She said the highway has two toll stations in St. Anne, southeastern for entrance and exits, Unity Valley and Golden Grove. I, why aren't they free for them to go through? Okay, Michelle, you got to stop. Mute. It has gotten much worse. We can't hear you at all. On the microphone, moments is using. Michelle, you probably want to log off and come back. Again, we wanted to say thank you for all who supported the Read Across Jamaica um, movement in the last month, making donations. We didn't make the goal, but we came very close. And we thank you again for all the support and for coming into to the room, the music, donating, sending books. We just continually thank you for all the support you gave and wish to continue um, the people are on the ground in Jamaica this week. This week is the actual readathon. Um, I'm calling something the right, not right word. Read across Jamaica, excuse me. Um, and they've landed with the books. They've given them out to people. And today or tomorrow, sorry, I got my facts wrong. Will be the actual read across Jamaica day. What did y'all think about Friday night? Did you enjoy the music? Oh, yeah. rap did this thing. rap did this thing. Yeah, it was good. Listen, everything was good. I, they all DJs did their part, and it was wonderful. And C-Matic tear, tear it up, too, boy. He's a very talented young man. I absolutely enjoy him. Yeah. Yes. Not more than anybody else, but I'm just saying, like, in the last few months, I've gotten to hear him perform, and I really do enjoy his, his craft. I've um, been enjoying Kev Rock and Naturalist for much longer, but I that's that's just what I'm pointing out, not to belittle anyone else, just to be clear. Um, so I'm glad. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone can hear me. Yes, ma'am, you're clear. She's doing her thing down there, trying to get everything together. But I will agree with you, Sinead. First and foremost, again, um, Friday night was amazing. Thank you to all the DJs. But um, I do, we talk about C-Matic. I'm on moments and I've spoken about C-Matic. And um, he's just a great, he's a great DJ. And we look forward to watching him grow, you know, in the industry. So just wanted to piggyback on that. I have to run up the stairs, so sorry. I'm out of breath. I really don't have that much service right here. Um, so... I'm on a true vacation. I'm on a true vacation. Ooh. Yeah, I'm on vacation. On Where did you go? <laughs> I'm in Florida. I'm, I'm actually at moments. I'm at moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Vacation oh, for me. Is it, is it your heartbeat that we're hearing, Rosola? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Um, no, I don't think so. Excitement from being with family, it could be. But I don't think my heartbeat would have to make her, um, you know, reset everything. I would hope not. <laughs> Can you tell me if you're Brandy hearing is. it. Tell me if you're hearing it still. You sound great. No, you sound amazing. No, you sound awesome. Oh, you sound awesome. Yeah. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for running up two flights of steps or so. I appreciate it. <laughs> that is my, that's I my heard step you. for the day. I heard you. I heard you. And I go through that several times a day. I heard it. Thank you so much. Sonette, right, thank guys. you so much. Thank you to everyone for being real troopers. Um, yeah, I just had to unplug every single cable. Yeah, and come back again. Sometimes these things happen unpredictable. That's the beauty about technology, right? You never know what's going to happen. But it's how we, as I say, it's how we adjust ourselves and get through the storms of life. You know, minor challenge. Keep, keeps you on your toes. Again, thank you so much for your patience. And thank you, everyone, for letting me know that my heartbeat was just a little bit too much for y'all. Okay. So what's, what's that song? Um, what's that song? Uh, what's his name? Omarion. I got it. Is it Icebox? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why that song came up. Is it Icebox where my heart used to be or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something, <laughs> something like that. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. Tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com. And thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. I appreciate each and every one of you. Yes, Friday night was a whole vibe. So you should see me and Rosolo. Marlon hadn't come home from work yet. But you should have seen me and Rosola in my bedroom. Um, yeah, we were cutting up in there <laughs> in the last um, two hours between 12 and 2. And then when Marlon came home, we went. He got home around what time? Was it like 1? About 1-ish? We yeah, went to the food truck. And it was just a whole vibe. God, food should not have been eating at that time of the night. But thanks to... <laughs> Naturalists, we had to eat that then burn off the calories afterwards dancing it was fun um mad libran mad respect thank you so much for helping with that vibe uh thank you kev rock if you missed the minute clash it was funny you should have heard naturalists and kev rock going back and forth listen that's a real friend right there um naturalists and kev rock <laughs> Um, then C-Matic, yeah, C-Matic did his thing, really did his thing. Um, Mikey Top 10 came through. Let me tell you, so it was just a vibe. It was a whole vibe. I loved it. We need to do this again. We need something like this once a month. We need another clash between Kevrock and Naturalist so they can, you know, talk BS between each other. It was funny. It really was. All right, so let's keep it moving news out of latin america mexico's foreign minister accuses texas governor of extortion and this story comes to us courtesy of al jazeera the mexican foreign minister has accused the governor of texas of extortion following an imbroglio over long wait times for commercial trucks at the united states mexico border i thought they had eased this up I didn't realize this was still going on. Wasn't it about two weeks ago we spoke about this and that it was taking how many hours for them to be able to process the trucks? Anyway, in an interview on Sunday, Marcelo Ebrard accused Texas Governor Greg Abbott 
of increasing state police inspections of commercial trucks entering the U.S. from Mexico in April to pressure the governors of several Mexican states to increase security on their side of the border. The Mexican foreign minister has accused the governor of Texas of extortion following, you know something, let, let me say this. Greg Abbott, stop playing around. We're, in, we're already incurring price increase, right? Because of the whole Ukraine, and as I say this, the whole Ukraine situation. I'm going to go off for a little bit. Did any of you see the video that's around TikTok? And I'm trying to find it and I can't find it again. But if I do find it, I'm going to post it on IG. This older lady and her, um, her daughter go to, I think it was a Walmart, if I'm not mistaken. And they're going to get eggs. And a tray that holds 30 eggs was like $8. She said, hell to the no. I would rather you know, excrete my own eggs <laughs> before I pay $8 for a tray of eggs. What, are the eggs coming from the Ukraine? I thought it was a joke. Not going to lie. Went into Publix yesterday in the morning to get some eggs. A tray of eggs in Publix, $8 and change. I said the same damn thing to the not I'm not paying that for a tray of eggs a tray of eggs before the war started was four dollars and something cents and I'm asking the question are these eggs coming from the Ukraine really eggs basic I love boiled eggs I love scrambled eggs I love fried eggs I like poached eggs I use eggs a lot. I don't know what the price of a flat of eggs are where you all are. $8 and change for something just before the war two months ago was $4 and change. Moments. Yes. This is the opportunity for you guys to support your local farm. I, I get my stuff from the farm. I rarely shop at the stores anyway. And I eat based on the season because there are a couple of farmers around my area. I that's that's the best opportunity to look around. Do some some of them deliver. If you um, partner up with them, there's all kinds of ways to bypass that because it's ridiculous. It is. I'm gonna so take have, a look. I mean, I live next to the farmland, right? I'm pretty much in the farmland. I'm gonna have to take a drive down to um, what do you call it? The Redlands. I'm going to have to go over there. Yeah, and it's going to be fun too. And they yes. have a lot. Look into it in the, and, and Google. And they have a whole farmers movement. They always existed where you yes. partner up with them and support them. It's Just look into it. We, go back. We go to um, sometimes, not all the time. I'm not consistent. I'm going to be honest. I'm not very consistent. But there is um, a farmer's market. Not too far from here. We go there. There's stuff local they have their own chickens as well they, they raise their own chickens but down in the redlands you go down on the farmland you can get plants trees everything and here's the thing a lot of the farmers the people that own the farms down in the redlands if you go to them directly let's say i bought some bougainvilleas a couple of years ago right i got the bougainvilleas cash if you don't pay them by credit card you don't pay taxes right 
but cash i paid like six dollars for one of the small plants of course i'm not gonna buy the big plant for for the ridiculous amount but i bought it six dollars they own a nursery which is now closer to where i live but if you go down to the nursery you're paying 24 dollars for the same plant orchids the same thing you can get orchids down in the redlands for six dollars and eight dollars but if you go to the nursery where they have you know that's more in the i don't want to call it city but <laughs> you know you pay triple when i realized that i said no to the redlands so i'll go to the redlands and i'll get fever grass plants i'll get like a hibiscus plant different you know my um, herbs like basil and thyme and you know those little things. oregano i go down to the redlands and get it yeah they're smart though they have the farm and they have the nursery yeah and they also have less pesticide because the you get your food fresher you don't have to worry but they still have a minimal amount or you, you could research the specific farm um area to see what they level but they're the same food that they feed their family so it's a great opportunity for us to go back to what we grew up on which is natural food yeah you know because you don't have the level of pesticide because it needs to travel as much yeah. the farm that's right behind us um they have a stand there. You can go there and get your tomatoes, your peppers, various things. Yeah, and a lot of people do support. It, it's really good. It's better. If you can, it's really better. I've got a little lazy with my um, herbs. I need to redo my whole garden and everything. But I got lazy after, um, I think, last year's summer. I really haven't paid much attention to my things but i'm gonna start that because i like the fresh herbs and peppers and that sort of thing yeah that's what i like but here's what we need to look out for dj naturalist presents classic sundays every sunday 2 to 5 p.m eastern and tune into naturalist live with dj naturalist every monday and tuesday 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and on Clubhouse in the QMZ Radio Club. It's music, news, and naturalist views. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sinatra, Solo, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight on Clubhouse, and tune in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Tonight, we're talking about the heart of communication. Are the lines crossed? Join Rose Solo for the Rose Solo Show, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the Rose Solo Show Club. Next Tuesday, Rose Solo speaks with Janice Laws Robinson, candidate for Georgia Insurance and Safety Fire Commissioner. Tune in to Wanted Fridays every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, and Freestyle Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Mix Master Kevon on janoradio.com. Saturdays, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Blazing Saturdays, and Sundays, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Big People Sundays, both with DJ Simple. janoradio.com. Download the app today, J-A-H-K-N-O-Radio.com. 
Coming up after the music break, we're going to have, believe it or not, news plus entertainment news. We'll try to see what we can get in there. For now, we're listening to a little Patrice Roberts walking up. Boys! 
Thank you to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and to everyone with me here on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. Welcome to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. And now it is time for Believe It or Not News. We're going to have to cut this segment a little short, thanks to our technical difficulties that we had earlier. But I have to read this one. Pretty interesting, I must say. A 30-year-old sperm donor says his love life is suffering because women do not want to get into a relationship with him over his donations. Kyle Gordy, who has 47 biological kids and counting, according to TMZ, says that women are only interested in his sperm. By his estimates, more than 1,000 women have contacted him for semen. He revealed that he's been donating since he was 22 years old and has fathered 47 children. He has 10 more on the way. But Gordy doesn't donate traditionally through a clinic. Instead, he does it for free over social media. Gordy says that loads of women reach out to him on Instagram for semen, but he's having difficulty finding someone to settle down with. He says he's honest about his sperm donating ways up front and understands it will take someone who can overlook his frequent donations. He's open to settling down and starting a family of his own. He just needs to find that special someone. Good luck, my brother. Good luck. Which, the, which country is he in? Did he say? He's right here in the States. Oh, oh, you mean it's America where the land of the weirdos live. So you mean easily get somebody. You know but he's mean? been struggling. It hasn't been easy for him, Afo. He's been Well, maybe need to leave all time still. Go up on Craigslist, Facebook. He's, it, on, he's on trust Instagram. Me. You're not listening to the man, Afo. Instagram, too much wannabe people that ties with two to one side of them body for make it look big in the camera. Them people don't want them to like him. Unless him have money. If him not the money, him not get nobody on Instagram. So I'm going to go on Facebook, Craigslist and some other sites. You know what I mean? And as I'm going to say, go out go out of him state. This is the land of the weirdos. So him easily, easily get somebody. But he's already, Afo, he's already out there in cyber world, right? Because he's getting a lot of um, <laughs> requests. He did it free. He was set up. <laughs> Doing it up for free. I don't know. And he have all these kids. Uh, so I'm just like, moment. Did you hear he said this is the land of the widows? <laughs> did you miss that part? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But listen, the man. Everybody needs love. Everybody needs love, and he's looking for love. But um. But I could understand okay, the concern of the ladies. What if all these women decide one time they want child support? That's what that's that's <laughs> the point I'm getting question. to. Yeah. I'm like, that was gonna be my question. That was definitely gonna be my question. What about child support? Uh, 
which woman is going to pick him up with 47 children already and 10 more on the way 57 and god he knows how many more are out there because if he estimates more than a you know what let me keep it <laughs> i mean he's not the first one a moment no he's not no he's mailman not. mailman back in the days after he retired how many years on a rope uh a majority of the kids on that rope was his uh. <laughs> oh is that not <laughs> you remember you that know we have we know we have some grandfathers that are like that, especially them truck drivers back in the day. Every one of them have 13 children. At least they, they, they follow them on purpose. It's but do you remember the Amazon driver that was delivering the package? <laughs> and it made the news. We spoke about it in here. He was delivering the package. Um, someone was watching from their window when the woman <laughs> walked out. Came the out of the back of the van. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he was really delivering package, you know. Yeah. But listen, I mean, I know of a situation, you know, moments, I know of a situation where uh, a guy met a girl, took her out to dinner, and they're talking, and then he was like, so your last name is Thomas. Where are your family from? He said, I don't know my family. I don't know my father's side of family. All I know, his name is Ambrose Thomas. That's all I know. And the guy was, really? Okay, great. He finished the date and left, and then texted her and said, hey, Ambrose Thomas is actually my father as well. And so he met a sister, not knowing, and not only that, uh, he introduced the sister to that side of family, which, and she introduced him to two more siblings. And not only that, he has, <laughs> the father has two daughters born on the same day, same hospital, rooms apart, just two little hours apart, and he named them the same name, Linda Thomas. Both, <laughs> so you have two sisters that with the same name. Yeah, that's you know. Man, how do the men get away with that kind of stuff? Yeah, and we can't. If he called, he can never call the wrong name. If he went to see one, he can't say the wrong name. <laughs> I, 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 I have. Yeah, I, I, me personally. Okay, let me talk about me. If I meet a man and he tells me that he has 47 biological children, 10 more on the way, plus I need to be okay with him donating his sperm the traditional way. I'm sorry. That's an exit left real quick for me. I'm not even sitting down. I'll be like, uh, uh, okay, have a nice life. See you. Bye. Man, okay. Let's say you're young. You did it because you're in college. Let's say you did it because you needed money to help you get through. You really expect that a well-thinking woman is going to be okay with you continuing to do this? Huh? You really think a well-thinking woman will be okay with you continuing to he, donate he wants to your have sperm? His cake. He wants to have his cake and eat it too? I don't think it's about sperm donation right now. I, and he's not even cute. I think it's about um, just having sex with multiple women and using this as an excuse to um run up his numbers that that's me that's my opinion uh, i'm gonna push back a little bit on that moment i think for me because he put it out the women didn't have to say yes everybody's going see to me when people are honest everybody's deciding that's the decision whether he want to have multiple women or not they, they they came they got it you know so yeah. you know everybody's clear on who's where. I just want to make sure they know the children know that each other exist. 
47. Can you imagine all 47 children in one place? 57 by the time that rolls around. But um, Andel, he actually, no, he's not doing it through a sperm bank. He's doing it the traditional way. He's having sex with these women. Oh, so he's oh, actually, that's actually, oh, so he's actually having physical sex. Yeah, he's, like he's, yeah. Oh, I think oh. I missed too. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I missed that too. Oh, I missed that too. Oh, I thought he was, you know, like a sperm bank. He or does not donate traditionally through a clinic. He does it for free. Oh, you hook up with him on and social so, media. So forty-seven, and he has another fifty-seven. Oh, another ten coming. That's fifty-seven. What is he? Oh, I, have, is he? I have people. What is he? He, Eating and drinking. What is <laughs> that means I got me a second. I have people who want, want youth right now and can't get it. And then money just let them go like sun. <laughs> Jaja. <laughs> and for those who are asking, he's white. Okay? He's white. Boy, Jaja, I forgot to link him and find out the way my drink I eat. I said, brother, you know? His body, everything is temperatured right. His body, you know, the food. Uh, I mean, his routine, his exercise, he goes to bed very early. I mean, all those things. We need to find that out, Alpha. Yes, man. Yes, man. Obviously, we are the pony truck travel from state to state, so I use the one thing, you know? Just tell me we stay at him, then we're going to link him up. But I'm going to tell you something, though. Because I'm thinking, yeah, what if he gets put on child support? But you do have women out there who want, who don't want a man, who don't want help from a man. They just want a child. They just want a child. I mean, it's happening. Period. It's That's happening because it. I saw that. Um, what's his name? Van uh, Jones from you know former CNN guy. There, uh, he and his a partner. Well, they're not partnered, but they're professional. Whatever. They decided that they are not together, but they decided they want a kid and they have a kid together. You know. Oh they, yeah, I saw that. Uh, so, yeah, so people are a lot of people are doing that just yeah. to have a child. But, um, and they're committed to raising the child together, all that stuff, but just not together. In to, their, right. Themselves are not right. right. Yeah. You know. I mean, uh, it, it, yeah, some women, that's what it works for some women. Let's be honest. It works for some women. Some women really don't want a man. They don't want a relationship. They, they just want a child, period. And they don't want to go to a clinic. They want to ex the, want to experience um the natural way of getting pregnant. But they don't want to, they just don't want the man. Listen, man, his batting average is very good because, listen, if he's doing it physically and having 40-something, yo, his, his batting average, then if he has 40-something, that means he's not, because I'm, I'm working with numbers here. That I'm means 10 more on the way, about, don't forget that. About, right. So what about, what about the ones who he had sex with that? Hasn't gotten pregnant or can't get pregnant. Huh? Yo, they should call him. Save a lot of money because you know those those pregnancy treatment cost lots of money. And maybe yeah. I should find give it to some of my friend. Yeah. They could they do save all that money because <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's better than. Hey, he should, he should just go, go to a, he should just go to an island somewhere and just advertise want to get pregnant. Come, <laughs> come see. You don't me need to go to no <laughs> island. They have enough problems in the islands already. I'm gonna be fishish. Uh, uh, I know I'm probably gonna get pushed back. They're looking for them light skinned babies. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, it's funny that you say that because, um, years ago, I don't know how true it is, 
But it was said that a lot of women used to leave Kingston and go to St. Elizabeth to where they have the German looking men get pregnant and go back to Kingston. They didn't want the men from St. Elizabeth. They just wanted to make sure their children came out with the softer texture here, the possibility of having either green or blue eyes and um, fairer complexion. Yeah. So it's something that's been going on for a long time. It's nothing new. I don't know how true it is, but I remember hearing it. Um, yeah, that, that's what a lot of women would do. I don't know. Sorry. No, go ahead, Afo. Go ahead. Um, I said, um, you know, part is, you know, in terms of leaving next parish of Goba, the link of the German brethren of St. Elizabeth. However, I do know of women who just straight up say, oh, they want light, um, light skinned baby. You know, they want light skinned baby. Whether the person will light skin or the person white or you know, coolie or you know Asian what whatever it is they want light skin they don't want a black baby they want a baby with light skin and pretty ear you know and all them so I so we know about that party but if we say left yard guy we are sent it just for a link up for a German town just forget get that well, Georgia, yeah I'm very sure about that party a lot of they don't understand genetic work that's what it is <laughs> they don't <laughs> At DNA work, I'm teaching that now. The kids say, Oh, you could come out with any child, it's not the DNA components are there. Exactly. You cannot hear what that child gonna look like. Yeah. You've seen it mixed killed, look completely white or completely black, and some look mixed in the middle. That's not a guaranteed process, exactly. You don't know because <laughs> you, you really don't know. Yeah, you ever see children where you have same parents? one extremely dark and one extremely light and they're like huh yeah that's that how that's how genes work yeah that's me and my sister yeah you there's one right now two couple two of them block and there's a white baby them push out and mm -hmm. people yeah and they was like yo walk one you know what i mean so yeah there's no guarantee right none whatsoever and i think i have time to squeeze in one more story i think i'm going to go to the entertainment segment for that and let us squeeze this one in caitlin jenner says leah thomas is one of the worst things to happen to the trans community caitlin jenner isn't a fan of transgender college swimmer leah thomas in fact she feels thomas is one of the worst things to happen to the trans community during her interview on Piers Morgan, Piers Morgan's new show, Piers Morgan Uncensored, Jenner said that the swimmer was bad PR for the trans people. Leah Thomas is one of the worst things that happened to the trans community because it's such bad publicity, um, Jenner said. I've met so many wonderful trans people doing so many wonderful things, living their life authentically. Thomas, who is 23, set records swimming for the University of Pennsylvania's women's swim team and has been a controversial topic due to the issue of biological males who compete against other biological females. Now, Thomas is scheduled to graduate later this year and has her eyes on participating in the Olympics. This is according to the New York Post. Jenna is not in favor of trans female athletes who compete in women's college sports and has taken a stance against it and has spoken out publicly. We must protect women's sports at all costs. 
what Leah has done, beating biological women to win a Division I national championship, is an anathema to what sports represents and the spirit of competition. Thomas's winnings this year were met with outrage among the women's athletic community, who claimed she destroyed the fair play rights of the women she beat. If we remember, she won the 500-yard NCAA Women's Championship in March, which then resulted in Florida Governor Ron DeSantis calling second-place winner Emma Wyant as the real first-place winner. Yeah, last week, Jenna posted another tweet saying she was canceling her appearance on Morgan's show because of his sit-down with Trump. Trump stormed out of the sit-down, we remember we spoke about this, after the journalist grilled him on his statements that the 2020 election was rigged. During her appearance on Uncensored, Jenna claimed she wanted to clear the air. I was asked to do this show like a month ago, and I wound up canceling about two weeks ago. Why? Because I saw what you did to President Donald Trump, our president, who I have a lot of respect for, like he was walking out. You you sensationalized the promo to build up ratings and all this. And I thought to myself, I don't want to be a part of it, so I canceled. But since then, and I stand by what I did, but since then, we've had a chance to talk. We spoke to your producers, and I feel pretty confident you will not do that to me. But here's what Piers Morgan had to say about that, why that conversation with Donald Trump went left, right? Piers claimed the promotion of the Trump interview was because of Trump's gig at hosting NBC's Celebrity Apprentice, which he won in 2008. He did those kind of promos on me every night to get people watching. So all is fair in love and promo war. I get you, Morgan. You gotta fight fire with fire sometimes. But I totally agree with Jenner on this. Fair is fair. No way, shape, or form should a biological male compete in a woman's competition. You are naturally going to have the advantage, especially with training. With constant training, you are going to have the advantage because you're built different. Quite frankly, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Ron DeSantis, but quite frankly, Emma Wyant is really the first place winner in that race. Compete with the men or have a category for transgenders to compete. Problem solved right there. You want to swim, you want to get a, a, a medal, compete in a category created for you. Do not compete with the woman. Don't do it. That's that's my feeling. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Here's what's coming up later on today. Just a quick reminder, at 5 o'clock, remember DJ Naturalist has Naturalist Live, and that airs on QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone. Also on Clubhouse, the QMZ Radio Club. It's music news and naturalist views. And then later on tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse. And also on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. It is Days After Dark with Moments, Sonette, Rosola, and Marlon. Tonight, we're talking about the heart of communication. Have the lines been crossed? Yep. Thank you so much. Just a quick moment with me before we go. Your Monday morning thoughts set the tone for your whole week. See yourself getting stronger and living a fulfilling, 
happier and healthier life. And that's an, you know, who said that? German, Germany Kent. I almost said Germany. Germany Kent is the one who said that. Yeah, we set the tone for the days, you know, how the week Jenna plays Radio out. Is my f- so let us see how we get our mind together. Ladies, 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 ladies. Positive thoughts, folks. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24-7. We, 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 we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in and joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversations, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Whatever you do, wherever you go, please be safe. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. 9 a.m. Eastern. Have a wonderful day. And this is me signing off of QMZRadio.com and, and on J.